everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wage and Check. I am your host, Morgan Winchester. And um, if you are new listening and you'd like to hear my voice again, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Winnie the Morgan. It's like Winnie the Pooh, but Winnie the Morgan. Um, and let me know what you're listening. I'd love to say hello. And you can also like the Facebook page for Wage and Check, um, where I try to post um, updates uh week daily updates on new episodes and whatnot um if you are a returning listener how's it going did you enjoy last week's episode glad to have you back i hope you guys are all doing well um it's raining pretty hard so if you hear any like bangs in the background it's thunder um it's been raining like every day for like a month now i'm kind of over it but anyway so we got a lot to talk about so, uh, Song of the Week is actually a cover. Um, if y'all listening now, you pr- you know that I um, listen to K-pop. And one of the groups that I listen to, Stray Kids, they are on this, like, um, show right now. Like, a competition show, I guess. Um, and one of the songs that they covered was actually Blackpink's uh, Do-Do-Do-Do. So they did a cover of that. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. And they killed it. They did so well. I love Blackpink. Um, Blackpink is my favorite girl group. Um, and Stray Kids is definitely, like, my top five favorite boy groups. They do, like, I don't know if it's, like, not EDM. Is it EDM? I don't know. It's a very bow, 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 in your face, you know, type music. But not, like, rave music. It's, like... If I had to recommend a song by them, it would be Third Eye, which is my favorite song by them, and God's Menu, which is the song that got me to, like, stand them. Because I had been listening to them, and I was really into them, but I didn't, like, stand them. And then Double Knot came out, and I was like, okay, wait, these guys are actually really cool, I'm really into this. And there's this meme where, because then the music video for Double Knot they um do this like effect and it was similar to an effect in a music video that one direction did (laughs) and so somebody edited them together and it like blew up it went so viral on twitter it was so funny but yeah so double knot i was kind of like huh these guys are really cool so i started listening to them even more and then god's menu came out and holy crap you guys music video of the year i am so upset they didn't win the mama award for that it was incredible but, um, yeah, if I had to recommend a song that they that is by them, it would be God's Menu but, and Third Eye. But their cover of Do 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 by Blackpink was phenomenal. I loved it. It's they're, they're just such great performers. I don't know what else to say. I could talk about them forever. I love these dudes. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, lows of the week. I didn't have a movie of the week, by the way. Um, a low of the week would 100% be... Um, this new heartbeat bill that was passed in Texas really broke my heart to hear about. Um, I really feel for all the women out there right now in Texas. And it's just really unfortunate and hypocritical to see politicians side with this. And I just, here's the thing. I don't understand why abortion is so, why do people, why do people care? Why is this so talked about by these male politicians let me ask you this okay name a law where 
the government makes decisions on a male body. You can't think of any? Interesting. I can name quite a few for women. <laughs> um, it's just, it's, it blows my mind. Um, the heartbeat bill basically bans abortion um, after six weeks. And by then, most women don't even know that they're pregnant. Um, not only does it ban abortions, but um, you also can sue somebody that you know. You don't have to know them. You don't have to have any relationships with these per with this person. But you can sue a person if you believe that they had had an abortion. And you can also sue the professional that performed the abortion. And what makes it even worse is that if the jury does decide that the abortion was, um, did take place, obviously you can make a crap ton of money on this. Um, I don't know if it's true, but I did see that if you read the bill, it says you can win like $10,000. I don't know if that's true. I didn't read the bill myself, but essentially the point is they are giving you the right to sue these people and... If obviously, if you win in a courthouse, you do get a sum of money, which is 100% basically bountying, putting a bounty on these people, um, the women and the medical professionals. And it just absolutely blows my mind because, again, why are people so obsessed with the topic of abortion on, and what women are doing with their bodies? And what's even more um, upsetting is the fact that we try to give these solutions to lower the number of abortions. Because let me tell you something, nobody is pro-abortion. No one is pro-abortion. Having an abortion is one of the most traumatic experiences a woman can go through in her entire life. Like, people don't understand that it's one of the most difficult decisions a woman has to make. And they live with it their entire life. It's not some, people think that like when women get abortions, they're just like, oh no, I'm pregnant, well, I'm gonna kid it, kill it and go on with my life and having sex with 10 different guys every day, lol. Like, no one is doing that. Nobody is doing that. Um, I know two women who, obviously, I will not name, but I know two women in my life who have had abortions. And both of them did it because of financial reasons. They could not afford the child at all. One, because healthcare in America sucks. Can you imagine being slammed with medical bills? when you don't have money to even eat. Um, and one of the girls, she did it on top of financial issues, but also because at the time, the person she was with was a very abusive person. And she did not want to bring a baby into the world if, one, she couldn't afford to take care of it, and two, the father was going to probably beat that child, or worse, probably, you know, terrible, terrible things. And so when you're put in these positions... That's, some of the, that's literally one of the hardest decisions a woman can make. And the fact that the government thinks that they can make these decisions for you, like, and again, we try to bring up these solutions, right? Things like affordable health care. Okay, you're telling me I need to make have a child, but it's thousands of dollars to get an ambulance when I go into labor. It's thousands of dollars for an epidural. I have to pay a fee to have skin-to-skin -skin contact after I have my child. And... You know, I've never had a kid, so I don't know all the medical bills that's involved, but these are things that women have to pay for if they don't have good insurance, if they have any at all. Um, there was a woman who had triplets, and 
they were born prematurely, so they had to stay in the hospital for, I think she said a month, I want to say a month, and by the time the babies were able to go home, she got her hospital bill, it was $1.3 million per child, so that is $3.9 million for giving birth, and you're going to tell me that that's justified. $3.9 million, $4 million to give birth. And you're going to tell me that's okay and that's justified? Like, healthcare in America is a joke. And if women say, okay, if I'm going to have a child, I need better healthcare, and your answer is no? Like, uh, I don't want my taxes go to go up. I'm not going to help other people around me have better health care because I couldn't care less about people and I don't want to spend my own money because I'm selfish and I like to have my, like, that's like, what? Um, even like the topic of like birth control, like, okay, if you don't want women having abortions, then make birth control more affordable or even free. And then people are like, well, no, you shouldn't be having sex anyway. Okay. What about the man? Why are you only telling the woman that she shouldn't be having sex? Why aren't you telling the man he shouldn't be having sex? Again, it's like these politicians only care about the woman. They only, they put so much responsibility on the woman. They put same sex education on the woman. Safe sex education is the woman's responsibility. Having the baby is the woman's responsibility. Taking care of the baby is the woman's responsibility. Why are you putting so much responsibility on the woman? Why don't we hold these men accountable too? A woman can't get pregnant unless she has, like, you know, until unless she has that, you know, from the dude, you know? So why aren't you holding these men just as accountable as the woman? Another thing is women are like, okay, um, if you don't want me to get abortion, then I want to get my tubes tied because I don't plan on having kids. And you know what happens if a young if a young girl goes and get her tubes tied? They're gonna tell her you need to be thirty five. You need to already have a child before. You need to have your husband's permission. And it's like so we can't even do that. We can't even do that because one, I'm not married and I don't want kids, so I'm not gonna wait until I have a kid to get my tubes tied if I don't want a kid. Not me personally, but that's just an example. So you're not gonna let women get affordable health care. You're not gonna let women get birth control. You're not gonna let women get their tubes tied. Okay, well, what about men get vasectomies? Because, one, it's reversible. There's no side effects the way that birth control affects women. It takes 10, 15 minutes. It's almost painless. You don't even have to go under. And the recovery, I think, is two days. I could be wrong on that. But why don't... Why, okay, so men should be getting vasectomies if you don't want them impregnating... 10 different women in one day because they definitely can. Well, that men shouldn't have to do that, you know. Like, the amount of arguments that I hear about this, like, again, it's like, why are we putting all of this on the women? Why aren't we holding men accountable? Why aren't we telling them that they are equally as responsible? A woman can't get an abortion if she's not pregnant, and she can't get pregnant if she isn't getting that from a dude. So men are equally as responsible, so why are we holding men accountable? Um, and it just blows my mind. Um, I just don't understand why people are so obsessed with what women do with their bodies, and it just absolutely blows my mind. And 
I really feel for the women who feel like their rights are being taken. Um, another thing with um, this heartbeat bill is that uh, if you do get taken to court, you know, if somebody sues you for having an abortion and they win, you can lose your right to vote. So women can literally lose their right to vote if they've had an abortion and they were sued for it. And just criminalizing this, you know, people say, well, it's murder. It's not murder if it was consent. If a woman consented to abort her child, that's consent. There was no murder there. And people say, well, it, what happens if you get hit by a car while you're, pre- while you're pregnant? That's a double homicide. Well, yeah, the woman didn't consent to get hit by a car and have her child die. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's just they're criminalizing abortions and essentially criminalizing miscarriages too. There was a woman in Michigan. She fell down a flight of stairs and her baby died. And I read this years ago. Um, So I don't remember if she was actually facing jail time or if she was just fined a large sum of money. But the point is she was criminalized for having a miscarriage because she fell down a flight of stairs. She had a miscarriage and she was criminalized for it. You can't control that. And that is just, it's completely unfair. It's taking rights away from women and it's unfair and it's hypocritical because again, we're trying to give these solutions to bring down the number of abortions because again, no one wants an abortion. Nobody wants to go through that. And we're saying here are the solutions to where women don't need to have abortions or they don't get put in those situations and yet Republicans ignore those solutions. Another thing is that the heartbeat bill here in Texas, it does not excuse cases of rape and incest. So you can get impregnated by your grandpa. They're not going to let you abort it. You can get impregnated by a random stranger who raped you and you can't abort it. And you have to live with that for the rest of your life. You have to be reminded of your rapist for the rest of your life. You have to be reminded that you were taken advantage of by a family member for the rest of your life by having that baby because you're forced to have the baby. And again, it's a woman's decision. Women are not being protected. Women are being targeted. They're being criminalized for making choices for their body that doesn't affect anybody else. Especially, especially if the father is involved and he consents as well. Because people think it's only the woman's decision and she did it behind the male's back. That's not true. Because... There are cases where men are consent to it just as much as the women did. It was actually a case of the woman that I, one of the women that I knew. I said I knew two women, but one of the women I knew, her husband or boyfriend at the time, um, they had their abortion because they couldn't afford it. And um, she, both of them, him and her, both agreed they wanted to get the abortion because they could not afford the child at all. And so don't stay here and tell me that women are going behind men's backs as well. I'm sure that's the case. But again, if it's something like rape and incest, I don't blame them. (laughs) Uh, I completely understand why they would go against the man's back because he forced her and he did that to her when she didn't want to. Um, But yeah, this heartbeat bill is just absolutely heartbreaking and again i really feel for the women in texas right now who feel like their rights are being taken away and that the government doesn't care about them because it's true the government wants to control you 
wow, they let men do whatever they want. And they're, and it's, it's victim blaming, you know, again, it's like, oh, you want an abortion? Well, you shouldn't be having sex. Well, that's victim blaming. What if I got raped? You're going to tell me, oh, well, you should have, you shouldn't have dressed the way you did. It's victim blaming. So we need to be holding men accountable just as much as the woman. And we need to be giving these resources for women to be able to have children when they want to. And if you tell them, okay, we'll put it up for adoption, right? People say, have the baby, but put it up for adoption. The foster care system in America sucks. And you know how much money it is to adopt a child? Like, to the people that say, why don't you just put it up for adoption? Okay, well, how many kids have you adopted then since you care so much about adopted children? Like, the foster care system is absolutely terrible, and children are miserable. And it's like, again, no one is pro-abortion. I'm not saying, like, I don't want people to think that what I'm saying is that I'm so, like, everybody should get abortion. Like, like I'm not saying that. <laughs> if you want to have a child, have a child. If you don't want to have a child, you should have that, like, choice because it's your choice. And I will always be pro-choice. Again, no one is pro-abortion. Nobody wants to be running around getting abortions, you know, like, ten times a year. Like, it's not even, it's not even like, healthy. You shouldn't even get, be getting that many in one year. That's, like, you could die. <laughs> and so, um, no one is doing that because it's, it's very, very, like, it's even unsafe to get multiple in one year. But it's just crazy because women, if you're pregnant for nine months, right, you can only get pregnant every nine months. Men can impregnate as many women as they want in any day, you know? A guy could sleep with five women in one day, impregnate all of them. That's five women that he just made pregnant in that one day. A woman can only get pregnant every nine months. So it's like we need to be holding men accountable just as much as women. We shouldn't only we shouldn't be putting childbirth and child responsibility solely on the woman because the man was there too. And he needs to be held accountable just as much as the woman. So respect to men like ever vasectomy is just saying because again it is reversible. I think within the first five years, it's 100% reversible after, like, 10 years, and it just goes down. 10 years is, like, 80%. I think 15 years is, like, 70%. Like, it goes down, obviously, depending on how long you've had it, but it's reversible, and, like, the fact that people don't want to have that conversation because, again, they just want to hold – they only want to hold women accountable, and they only want to put that responsibility on women, and then they want to take away that responsibility and control them, so it's, like – Again, I will always be pro-choice forever and ever and ever, and I will always fight for women to have the choice to make for their own body and themselves. And so um, when I see any protests for this in Dallas, I will 100% be there, <laughs> and I will be marching with you guys because this is heartbreaking, and it's unfair, and it's taking away our rights, and it's women are unsafe and they're being targeted and they're being criminalized for choices that they made on themselves. So, um, yeah, so that was a pretty heavy blow this week <laughs> seeing that. Um, but moving on, 
highlight of the week was definitely I went protesting for Palestine, which was really great. Um, it's really important to me to be marching for Palestine because um, it's just really unfortunate with the conflict between Israel and Palestine. You know, Israel, the Israelite government is oppressing Palestinian citizens. It At the end of the day, it's ethnic cleansing. It's apartheid. Um, Parthaid, I don't know how to pronounce that, <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's ethnic cleansing. At the end of the day, the Israelites or the Israelite government stole land, and they're forcing the Palestinians out of that land. You know, um, and it was just really important to me to protest for Palestine, and um, it was really great. Um, there were a, a ton of people. Like there might there was hundreds of people, hundreds of people. In downtown Dallas and we um, marched around the block a couple times and it was great it was awesome there were so many people and I was out there for like five hours honestly <laughs> like it, it was it was a really great day and I'm glad that I got to do something like that because I've been to protests before but they haven't been anything major like that like I didn't even know that we were gonna march I've never marched before and so I was like oh my gosh this is really happening and it was so great everybody was so sweet you know, and um, it, it was just really great to be out there fighting for something that's right, you know, um, and I know what you're thinking. Some people might be out there. There's a lot of misinformation going around about Palestine and Israel, but it's not anti-Semitic to fight for the freedom of Palestine. Um, it, you're not, it's not anti-Semitic at all. Anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitic. It's not the same thing. And it's a kind of a misconception that people think is the same thing, but it's not. Um, there's actually a really great article that you guys can read. Um, it's called Debunking the Myth that Anti-Zionism is Anti-Semitic by Peter Bayonart. Oh, um, it's on The Guardian. That's where I found it. But it's a pretty long read, so it might take you uh, quite a few minutes. But it's really great, and he brings up a lot of really awesome points. So I do recommend reading that. There's also a video that you can watch on YouTube. It's called The Israel-Palestine Conflict by Vice on YouTube. It was uploaded five years ago, but, I mean, the conflict is still the same. It's still the Israelite government oppressing the Palestinians. Um, this conflict has been going on for years and years and years, you know, for decades. This isn't anything that, that's new. Um, so even though it's a five-year-old five video, it still covers, you know, the history on why they are fighting. And um, yeah, and so it's important to understand why, and again, it's ethnic cleansing. It's the Israelite government forcing Palestinians out of their homes. This isn't just Jews versus Muslims. Like, people think it's just the Jewish versus the Muslim people, or, um, you know, I'm not saying, like, specifically Palestinians, right? But that's not the case. It's not, not all Palestinians are Muslim. There are Jewish Palestinians. There are uh, Christian Palestinians. Jesus was a Palestinian Jew, <laughs> so... Um, if you, if you, um, if you are somebody who sees, you know, who holds Jesus a high on a, you know, 
as people who view Jesus as a important, um, you know, son of God, if you believe that he's the son of God, I do believe that Jesus is the son of God, but not everybody believes that, you know, Muslims don't believe that Jesus is the son of God, they don't believe in the Trinity, so, um, even if you don't, you know, whatever your opinion is, it's history, it's geography, you know, and so, um, this isn't just Jews versus Muslims, this is the Israelite government versus the Palestinian citizens and the Palestinian government as well, um, but yeah, you know, some people, they want two states, some people want one state, but then there's an the argument of, okay, one state under Israelite sovereignty, one state under Palestinian sovereignty, and so it's like, then you're back to square one, you know? And you might be thinking, well, I live in America, like, what am I supposed to do? How can I help? What can I do? How does this affect me? The American government has been very much involved in the Middle East for a while now, um, with the America having Christianity being its um, dominant uh, religion. Um, a lot of a lot of politicians who are Christian, you know, in Christianity, were taught to um, take care of Israel because Israel was God's land, Israel, you know, Israel are God's people, and so we're taught to, um, protect Israel, and so a lot of politicians, because they are Christian, they tend to side with the Israel, so they are, um, the American government is supplying weapons to Israel, they are, we are very much involved in this, so don't think because we live in America that we're not involved or that you can't help, because you 100% can't, you know, contacting your senators, that's who we need to talk to is the politicians. We need to talk to our senators, um, call them, email them, and that's who we need to be making noise to are the politicians. At the end of the day, that's who we need to talk to. Um, but yeah, um, and kind of circling back to as a Christian, you know, people might think, again, in the Bible it says we need to protect I Israel. And... Um, while yes that is true that shouldn't mean that we should turn a blind eye when israel are oppressing another group of people when they are killing another group of people we should not turn a blind eye we need to hold people accountable because that's not okay at the end of the day it's not okay you know um christianity is about love and spreading the love of god and if we sit here and we let people hurt others and kill others and bully others, that's not spreading the love of God. And again, that's if you believe in Christianity. I just bring that up because I am Christian and these are things that other Christians are taught. And so that's why I just wanted to bring that up. But um, me personally, I'm not going to sit by and turn a blind eye when the Israelite government is oppressing these people. And it breaks my heart and it's really unfair because even as a, as, as a Filipino, you might not know this, but the Filipinos are doing the same to their own Palestinian and Muslim community in the Philippines. They are using American weapons and they're using, like, their resources to oppress these people in the Philippines as well. So even as a Filipino, this is important to me to fight for the right thing. So that's why I choose to march for Palestine. I'm not the most educated person on the topic. I only just recently... Um, have started educating myself on the conflict 
So don't take me as your number one source of information. Like I said, read up on that article. Again, it was called Debunking the Myth that Anti-Zionism is Anti-Semitic by Peter Benyard. I think it's B-E-I-N-A-R-T. And there's also like a ton of videos on YouTube that you can watch, but I would recommend the one by Vice. It's called the Israel-Palestine Conflict. Um, there's also a group on Instagram and Facebook that you can watch. This is who organized the, I don't know if they organized it, but they were definitely a part of the march that I went to. It's called the Palestinian Youth Movement, and it's just, you know, the Palestinian youth in America who are fighting for a right to have a place to call their home. (laughs) You know, um, it's hard hearing Palestinians say that their fathers are told that they don't have they're not from anywhere because if you're a Palestinian you don't have a place to call your home you're not actually Palestinian because there is nowhere called Palestine they're not a nation right now and so it's heartbreaking to see these kids who are told that they don't have an identity if you're Palestinian because they're not they don't have their own land they're being forced off their land and so it's just unfair and I don't think it's right and again that's why I choose to march for Palestine and I will always march for Palestine um and yeah and again this isn't just Jews versus Muslims you know there are Jewish Palestinians there are Christian Palestinians Palestine is a place you know it's it's who they are it's their identity it's like you could be Jewish in America you can be Christian in America you can be Muslim in America you can be Buddhist in America same thing you can be Jewish in Palestine, etc., 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 and so um, to be told that you don't have a place to call home—that's just really heartbreaking. And um, so I try to be really empathetic, and I'm still trying to educate myself on the conflict. So um, yeah, I think first step is just listening to the people who are directly affected by these conflicts and hearing what they have to say, and contacting um, your senator and um just finding ways that you can help i feel like with social media it's so easy to find ways to help now literally if you just go on facebook and search up like palestine group or something palestinian group i highly guarantee that you can find groups and um pages that you can follow that will keep you informed and um yeah i think it's important to fight for what's right and in this case it is fighting for the oppressed to have a place to call their home, you know, because people are being murdered, people are being chased out their homes, people are being, you know, they're being oppressed, and it's not right, it's not right, no one should be oppressed, no one should be forced out their home, no one should feel like they don't have anywhere to go, you know, so, um, yeah, so I guess that's kind of it for this week, And so, um, I guess we'll go ahead and end it there. Let me know, um, if you guys are listening, you can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter and say hello, like me on my Facebook page, and I will talk to you guys next week, and I hope you guys stay safe out there. Thank you, and goodbye!